Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Abba, Father, I thank you. I praise you for safety in you. I thank you, Lord God, that in you we live, move, and have our being. You are the only wise God. Honor, power, and dominion belong to you and you alone. We bless your name, Adonai. You are God Almighty, Master of the Universe, Creator God. We love you, Lord. We seek your face. It's your face that we desire. This week, we are talking about spiritual warfare, and it is amazing to me that more isn't taught on this. You hear a lot about getting saved, the blood of Jesus, and receiving Christ as Savior, and that is so important. Believe me, my friend, that is the first step. God. What is not related is that the very day that you sign up to be part of the kingdom of God, to live in his domain, his kingdom, you are, by virtue of receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, immediately engaged in a century-long, centuries-long, since the very beginning of time, battle that's been raging over the eons of time. When you sign up, you're basically saying, I am on the Lord's side. I have made a decisive decision that I believe that Jesus Christ is Savior. When you say Jesus is Savior, you're decreeing his Father is God. And the Holy Spirit is his helper. You immediately pick a side. Some of us live our Christian life like that person that you may have hung out with that seemed to be friends to the person that wasn't your friend. And every time you try to engage them in a conversation about how can you hang out with so-and-so, knowing how they treat me, the first thing that they said, well, I'm not picking sides. I'm your friend, but I'm not picking sides. Some of us live our Christian life like that person. They want to be friends with both people because they want the benefit of friendship with both people. doesn't matter who's right or wrong. The only thing that matters is that they get what they want out of the situation. Some of us knowingly and unknowingly 
engage the enemy like that some family friend. Unfortunately, we treat God the same way. But more unfortunate to this is whatever was going on in your petty situation growing up, and it may not have been petty at all. Sometimes some things we go through is very hurtful. But whatever was going on does not equate with friendship with the enemy. The very nation, the very notion of this relationship indicates that you will lose in the end. How can you trust someone that kills, steals, and destroys? It is prideful to think that somehow we can posture ourselves to live in both worlds. It's prideful to think that we can live a compromised life and receive maximum value from living in the king's palace, the king's dominion. For truly, life with Almighty God far outweighs the benefits of living in this world. You see, the word says that sin seems pleasurable for a moment. And there are times when, when we're going through our transition, trying to get our life together, we look over at other people and it just seems like they're having a great time. And we're going through all kind of changes to get our life right. What they're going through is temporary. What you're developing is permanent. It will last throughout eternity. The only things that are going to last Are the things that you do in Christ. Everything else is wood, hay, and stubble. As soon as the fire hits it, it will burn. So it's important when you engage in spiritual warfare. That you recognize, when you get saved, let me back up, when you get saved, you are engaged in spiritual warfare. Whether you know it or not, whether you like it or not, it is fact. Sometimes it seems that lukewarm Christians are okay. I've heard it said, if you don't bother the devil, he won't bother you. The truth of the matter, the fact that you're not bothering the devil is an indication that you're already bothered by him. He has you where he wants you. Try to get out of his chokehold. And you'll realize you've been in a wrestling hole the whole time. As long as you're laying in his arms, you may not feel the pressure. But don't be deceived. You're not in control. 
Now that you have that revelation, it is important that you clothe yourself in the whole armor of God. That you put on Ephesians. That you put on the armor of God. The armor of God is strategic as with any armor. It covers your mind. You have on the helmet of salvation. We put that on this morning. We won't be deceived. We recognize that we're in a war. So our mind, our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions must be protected against the onslaught of the enemy. So we put on the helmet of salvation. We recognize that by being saved, we are made whole and complete. We're no longer deceived by what we see or what we hear. In fact, we cover our thoughts, our mind, our vision with the blood of Jesus. Father, I praise you and I thank you this morning that we have on the helmet of salvation. We hold the thoughts, feelings, and purposes of your heart. We're believers and not doubters. We hold fast to our confession of faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. We make your word priority, Father. Moving down, we want, we put on the breastplate of righteousness. In fact, the first thing that you put on is you gird your loins with truth. Girding your loins holds up all of the equipment, the rest of the equipment. If you don't know that Jesus is Lord, you don't know the truth. If you don't understand that you're in spiritual warfare, and you win, you don't know the truth. If you don't know that there's only one way to God, you don't know the truth. So the first thing we do is we gird ourselves up with God's truth. And we gird our loins, that which we reproduce. We're no longer living a double life, reproducing that which is ungodly in our sphere of influence. We reproduce the truth. We live the truth. We walk the truth out. It is the truth that prevails Who is truth? Jesus Christ. He is the living word. He is our truth. So, Father God, we commit to living truly, dealing truly, speaking the word. Speaking the truth in love. Recognizing that the world needs to know the truth of who you are. And in our relationship with one another, we must deal in truth. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for all that you're doing in our life. We thank you, Father God, that we grow daily as we meditate on that which is truth, your truth, your word is truth. We thank you, Abba, Father, for your faithfulness, your goodness, your kindness, your mercy. And we gird ourselves up with your truth. 
We will not be deceived. We will not walk in deception. We recognize that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through you to the pulling down of stronghold. Father God, we recognize what you say about healing and health, that we don't have to walk in defeat, poverty, lack, and confusion. We recognize, Daddy, that we have power. We have dudamus, dynamite. We have the spiritual authority to shift every atmosphere that we walk in. Everywhere we walk, we're blessed. Thank you, Daddy God, for truth. Thank you, Father God, that no matter what is going on, if it's in our life, we have authority. If it's under our roof, we have authority. Because we recognize we don't war against flesh and blood. But there is a war. And we have authority. So whatever we're seeing in our sphere of influence, we have authority. Not over the person, but we have authority over every demonic encroachment that would come into our sphere of influence. In our home, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we declare we bind every spirit that would try to traffic in and out of our home and bring destruction in Jesus' name. Father God, everywhere that we have compromised to accommodate a human person, not realizing that we were accommodating demonic spirit that would be operating through them, we repent, God. Because the truth of your word says, We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Your word says that there is a fight that goes on. But you said, Father, that we can be strong in you and the power of your might. And in your whole armor, we're able to withstand in the evil day and having all done all else to stand. Your word says that we are to be sober, to be vigilant. We recognize that our adversary, the enemy, is as a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. But you have given us dynamite, Father, to stand against. This roaring lion. That's your truth. Father, your word says that we are your delegated authority in the earth. The enemy has no valid authority. Why? Because according to Matthew 8, 28 and 18, all authority in heaven and earth belong to our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, whenever the enemy challenges us, we must recognize this is the truth, (laughs) that he must bow his knee to Jesus. Christ in us is the hope of glory. Father, we're mindful that it is Christ in us, not us. But, Father God, we recognize this morning that it is Christ in us. That your kingdom 
functions as a delegated authority. For Jesus said, in my name shall they cast out all demons. Mark 16 and 17. His disciples, us, we are authorized to act in his name. That's truth. We thank you, Father, for Azusia. We thank you for power and authority. We thank you, Father, that although the evil genius and his demonic entourage have derived their authority from stealing, killing, and destroying, seducing, and declaring a self-made authority. Beginning in Isaiah 14, 13, that in the beginning, the enemy exalted himself He was not given your authority. And he deceived Adam. But, Father God, we thank you for the blood of Jesus that has restored authority to us. We are recreated in Christ Jesus. Father God, you're all the while at work in us. We take our place of authority. We recognize that there is a scene behind the scene that is ruled by the evil genius. But, Lord, we recognize that we win. And even though the enemy is the little G of this world. You are God of all God. And though the enemy is king, small k, we worship the king of all kings, and he resides on the inside of us. Father God, we praise you and we thank you. We're so glad this morning that we realize we're on the Lord's side. We win. We win. We no longer pursue the things of this world, in this world's kingdom, Satan's kingdom. But, Father God, we seek first the kingdom of God and your righteousness and whatever we need in order to live the life that you've ordained for us, we shall receive as we stand without compromise. Father, we praise you and we thank you, Lord, that all of the malicious, negative things that we may have experienced throughout our lifetime. Father, we realize that that was not your choice for us. Either someone made those choices for us as children, or we made those choices as adults. So, Father God, now that we know truth, we come out of agreement with every evil choice that was made for our life, the lives of our loved ones. We come out of agreement. We come out of agreement with perverseness, sexual lust and immorality, greed, witchcraft. Rebellion. We come out of agreement in the name of Jesus 
And, Father God, we also recognize we are not ground-level troops. <laughs> Whoa, God. That we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. High above. So, Father God, we take our place, we take our position with Christ. And, Father God, we release the word of God in our situation as an air attack against the enemy. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we triumph over our adversary. Father God, you said whatever is bound on earth is bound in heaven, and whatever is loosed on earth is loosed in heaven. Father God, this morning we bind the strong man. Every stronghold in our life. We take authority over it in the name of Jesus. We bind a strong man and we take his spoils. We bind lust and perversion. We bind deception. And we loose the truth of who we are. We lose the reality of Christ in us, the hope of glory. We thank you, Father God. All of the stuff that the enemy has held back from us. Because we didn't realize we had the power and the authority to stand against him. We take back our stuff. We thank you, Daddy, to redeem the time. We thank you, Father God. We are like, some of us are like Caleb and Joshua. The world may see us well past our prime, but, Lord, we decree in the name of Jesus we are able to take our mountain. And one of the things that the evil genius does is make you think that because you have missed something, that you're out of the running. So he orchestrates lives of failure. Then he turns around and taunts you and tells you that you will never be anything. But this morning in the name of Jesus, not only will you be what God says you are, but everything that you lost because the evil genius tricked you, tricked your mama, tricked your grandmama, tricked your daddy, everything that the evil genius stole from you. We bind the strong man and we receive every blessing that's been held up in the name of Jesus Father God, I'm setting me free this morning. I will no longer chase an imp. I pursue destiny. The distractions that the enemy sends to cause us to get upset and to get off our mark. Father God, I release healing, healing over my husband's life, healing over his body in the name of Jesus. Father, your word says that you sent your word to heal us, and by the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. I will not spend my life chasing down what you have already promised. Healing is my bread. We eat from the bread, the tree of life. That is our portion. 
Hallelujah. You said, Father, you went on to say death has no sting. It does not have a victory. So we don't have to fear death. We don't have to fear what might happen. Father, we we choose this morning to walk in boldness and walk in authority. And if we live on this side of heaven, we live. But to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And whatever is going on, Daddy God, you know it. We give you permission to have your way. Father God, you are Jehovah Rapha. You take care of it, Lord. We won't be sitting around trying to figure this thing out. It is time. The kingdom of God is on a forceful advance. We will no longer be milk toast, pablum eating Christians chasing down little imps. But, Father God, we dress this morning for battle. We are your children. Train us, Daddy. Train us to stand in this evil hour with our loins girl about in truth. Victory is ours. The blood of Jesus is ours. And no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Healing is ours. Prosperity is ours. Why do we sit and cry over what you have already promised us. Daddy, forgive us. We know the nature of our Father. Our declares your goodness and your greatness and your might. You are our Father. We are your children. We walk in. What is ours? Salvation and glory be unto our God. For we are saved, sozo, healed, delivered, set free, filled with your power, filled with your love, filled with your majesty. That is who we are, God. And we choose to walk in it today. Our feet is shot in the preparation of the gospel of peace. Father God, we walk in peace. Everywhere we go, we say, peace be still. Get out of our way. We are the kingdom of God. Peace is our portion. Everywhere we walk, the storms must cease. Though the weapons of the enemy may form, we already know they won't prosper. Everywhere we go, we're blessed. We're blessed in the city. We're blessed in the field. Father God, today, we won't be crybabies anymore. Babies cry because they don't understand that their mom and daddy is going to give them what is needful for them. So if they're hungry, they cry. If they're wet, they cry. Father God, we grow up this morning. We recognize that every need that we have are met in Jesus Christ. And we don't have to beg for what's already ours. There comes a time that a child realized if they have a good mom and daddy. Now, I know everybody doesn't have a good mom and dad, and I recognize that. But we know what it should have been. I shouldn't have had to cry for supper. I shouldn't have had to beg. Because had we had good parents, and I'm not saying we did or didn't, every need would have been met. Because their needs would have been met in Christ. Our needs would have been met in Christ. But our children begin to realize that we know when they're hungry, the table's already fixed. Father God, you said in your word that you have prepared a table before us 
in the presence of your enemies, our enemies. Well, Father, your word also says that our enemies are your enemies, and your enemies are ours. We no longer sit at the table with the enemy. We get up, we move. Some of us should have did that when we were younger. Leave them old bad folk alone. Get up and move. Go sit somewhere where you can eat in peace. So this morning, Daddy, we get up, we move. We sit at the table you prepared for us in the presence of our enemy. Our cup runs over. We're the envy of the lunchroom because we're blessed and highly favored. We're blessed and highly favored. And everybody's looking to see what's on our table. You said that if we would lift up Jesus, he would draw all men to him. Father, we recognize that we walk in blessing. We walk in health. We walk in prosperity. We walk in joy. We walk in love. We walk in peace. We thank you everywhere we go. Love, joy, peace, prosperity is ours. You put us in the pit, love, joy, prosperity is ours. You try to lock us up, love, joy, prosperity is ours. We go to the palace now. If you don't know, I'm talking about the life of Joseph. We are God's children. We have on the robe of righteousness. God's multicolored robe. It covers our soul. It covers our heart. The breastplate of righteousness means we have right standing with God. I don't know if you can see the picture, but I see me at a table. The table is filled with blessing, and I'm dressed. I'm dressed to kill. <laughs> I am dressed. I have on my robe of righteousness. Multicolored robe with cords of gold. Cords of silver all through the pattern. Purple for royalty. Red for the blood. Orange for joy. Yellow for the, I am covered in my robe, sitting at the table, filled with blessing. I see not just silver trays, but I see gold trays. And I see the enemy all around me would love to get at me, but he can't touch me because the blood of Jesus covers me. My daddy has my back. You can't have my blessing. I left your table. I'm sitting at my daddy's table. God, I praise you and I thank you that you have prepared a table of blessings for each and every one of us, Lord. And we sit at that table. Our heads up, heads up. We're no longer ashamed. Shame, you're no longer our portion. Get up. You don't belong at this table. This is the table of blessing. It is the table of righteousness. It is God's provision for us. Hallelujah. We thank you for the blood of Jesus, God. We thank you for the deutimus that comes through the blood of Jesus. Not only do we have the authority, but we've got power to back it up. So if you don't back up, devil, you're going to be blown to smithereens. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We're not going to cry and pout anymore. We're not going to beg you to let go. 
We're going to tell you in the name of Jesus that you've got to let go of our territory in Jesus' name. Some of us have been living with the devil, and we thought we had to because of the person that he lives in. But I am, I hear in my, there's nothing that we have to accept in our territory. Father God, we take authority over our territory. Lord, we don't have authority over any person, but we do have authority over principalities and powers, might. Principalities and powers, rulers of wickedness, we have authority. And it can't stay in our home. It can't stay in our sphere of influence. We thank you, Daddy God. We shut down every demonic strategy this morning. In the name of Jesus. And we walk in love. And we walk in peace. In the name of Jesus. Ah, Father God, we praise and magnify you. We glorify you, Lord. We worship you. We adore you. We recognize your sovereignty. We recognize your holiness. We thank you, Father God, that you're God with us. You're God with us in the midst of the battle. You're God with us, Lord God. We are your children. We are your workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus. Father God, you're all the while at work in us. We keep ourselves in love and light, and the wicked one touches us not. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus that loves us and has given himself for us. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that in our sphere of influence, we take our shield of faith. We believe you, Father God. We believe, Lord, help our unbelief. Everywhere, Father God, that there has been unbelief, we ask you, Father, to help us in that place of unbelief. Bring deliverance in the name of Jesus. We repent of all sins, God. Proverbs 28 says, he that covers his sin shall not prosper, but whoso confess and forsaketh them shall have mercy. Father God, we forsake our sins. We confess them, Lord. We no longer want to be compromised. So fear, doubt, unbelief, you've got to go. Lack, you've got to go. We decree every need met on this line in the name of Jesus. We decree healing and prosperity in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, for a church that's waking up to your righteousness. A church that's no longer influenced by Jezebel. False prophecies in the name of Jesus. We're no longer influenced by lies and deception and the spirit of religion. Father God, we are a church of relationship, not ritual, but relationship. Not religion, but relationship. We walk with you in the cool of the day. We receive a download from heaven because we posture ourselves to be believers and receivers. 
Daddy God, we praise you and we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, the spirit of Python will no longer operate in our midst. The spirit of divination, every false spirit, every deception, Father. We thank you, Lord, that we root out everything in our midst that has not been planted by you. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every plant that you have not planted be rooted out of our life, out of our congregation, out of your body. We lay an axe to the root of every evil tree, every evil tree, every planting in our life we lay an axe to in the name of Jesus. And in my mind's eye, I'm reminded that we used to have a big weed in our backyard. It looked like a tree. And it should have given us shade. But instead of shade, it dripped evil fruit. It's a mulberry bush. should never become a tree. But no one cut it down. It was a big old weed. And it made living in our backyard unbearable. So we had all of this backyard that we couldn't enjoy because we let this wicked tree grow up. Some of us can enjoy our life because there were some evil things that was planted and we allowed it to keep growing and growing and growing and never taking an axe to it. So now in our backyard, that weed is gone. It's torn down. We no longer every summer have to not enjoy our backyard. And if we go out, worry about our feet being stained with these mulberry fruit that's poisonous to eat. So, Father God, in our lives, everywhere, where there is an evil tree that's been allowed to grow, we take an ax to it this morning, and we uproot it in Jesus' name. Every ungodly generational taproot be cut and pulled out of our bloodline in the name of Jesus. We decree every root of wickedness in our life be as rottenness. We decree it for our life and our loved ones. And, Father, one of the things that you taught me, and you're bringing it back this morning, you're taking me back to some landmarks, was that whatever I decreed in my flesh, I decree it over my husband as well. For I am bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh. Therefore, what I won't tolerate in me, because we are one, is not tolerable. So, Father God, every wicked plant, every generational curse that operates against my husband, against me, against our union, I command it to go in the name of Jesus. And, Father, all the places where there is emotional hurt and woundedness, I release the blood of Jesus and the light of God like a laser to go into those broken places and heal them and seal them in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Every evil tree be uprooted in our life, in our sphere of influence. In my personal life, I have a grown woman living with me. And at first, it's like you have no authority, but you always have authority over every demonic spirit that would come into your presence. So this morning, I pray for her. I pray for the bloodline that she represents. And I decree and I speak to every tree that's been planted in her life and I command it to be uprooted and cast into the sea. Every demonic encroachment that's been there for generations, I command it to go now in the name of Jesus. You can't stay in my house or in my presence in Jesus' name. I release the holy fire of God to burn up every ungodly root in the name of Jesus. I pray the same for you. Catch it if you need it. Father God, in the name of Jesus, in our children, we release the fire of God to burn up every ungodly root in the name of Jesus. If it's in our house, we take authority over every demonic spirit in Jesus' name, hallelujah. And for every person that we have the authority to pray for, because of our relationship, hallelujah. As pastor of overflowing life, family worship center, I command that the holy fire of God be released in the congregation and every ungodly root be burnt up in Jesus' name. Let every ungodly generational taproot be cut out and pulled out of our bloodlines in the name of Jesus. Everywhere the confidence of the enemy rests, we command it to be rooted out according to Job 18 and 14. Let every root of bitterness be cut out of our lives according to Hebrews 12 and 15. We thank you, Father, that the prophetic word is being released this morning to root out all evil kingdoms according to Jeremiah 1 and 10. Let any evil person planted in our church be rooted out in the name of Jesus. If they're not going to bow, let them go in Jesus' name. For we create a habitation of holiness so that your children can prosper in all their ways. So, Father God, we praise you and we thank you that the holiness of God, the righteousness of God is our portion and the light of God is our portion. Every evil encroachment we command to go now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father God, let any sickness rooted in our body be plucked up in the name of Jesus. All false ministry be rooted up in the name of Jesus. In our life, Father, some of us have had false ministries We've set under false prophets, false ministries, and they planted seed. And there have been things in our life kind of like that mulberry bush. It looked like it was a tree. It looked like the fruit ought to be good. But, Father God, the tree was an evil thing, and the fruit was poisonous. So, Father God, I praise you and I thank you, Lord God, for every false ministry, every false word be plucked up and rooted out of us in the name of Jesus. And we decree over the city of Indianapolis, for that is where our feet trod, God. We take authority of, over every false religion in the name of Jesus Every false ministry, every spirit of Jezebel that would come to seduce and deceive your people, to keep them from walking in the place of prosperity and joy and peace, 
We rebuke and bind spirits of witchcraft, lust, seduction, intimidation, idolatry, and whoredoms connected to Jezebel and the spirit of Python. We release the spirit of Jehu against Jezebel and her cohorts. We release the spirit of Jesus. We bind the spirit of Antichrist everywhere that it may be operating in or through us because of false ministries that have been planted in us. We take authority. We rebuke all spirits of false teaching, idolatry, and perversion. We loose tribulation against the kingdom of Jezebel. We cut off Jezebel, her assignment against us, against ministers of righteousness in the city. We break and cut off the power of every word released by Jezebel in our life that would keep us outside of the will of God. We cut off Jezebel's table, and we release all food from it, just like we got up and left that table. Not only did we leave the table, but we cut off her supply in the name of Jesus. We cut off and loose ourselves from all curses of Jezebel and all spirits of Jezebel operating in our bloodline. We cut off all the assignment of Jezebel and her daughters that would be sent to corrupt us, your church, your people, in our individual lives, in our church, in our community, in our city, our state, and I'm hearing God, I can pray this, and in our nation, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we rebuke and cut off the spirit of Athaliah that attempts to destroy the royal seed. Father God, every time you give us a seed, before it can take root and before it can grow, Father, the enemy comes and cuts it off. Father God, we take authority over Athaliah in her attempt to destroy the royal seed. And I'm also hearing our sons and our daughters, a royal seed, both spiritual and natural. Father God, we take authority over Adeliah that is trying to destroy our children and our children's children both spiritually and naturally. For they are a royal seed that will bring forth much blessing. Father God, in our local congregation, there have been those that have trafficked in and out of our congregation to undermine what you have been trying to birth. So this morning we take authority over the the demonic spirit that has undermined the growth of our local body. We recognize the spirit of Jezebel and Adaliah to destroy our church, a seed that you have planted in the city of Indianapolis. There have been those that have come to undermine his progress who have spoken against the ministry who have looked at my husband and myself and said who do they think they are? But we recognize, Father, that they did Jesus the same way. 
Jesus said. They would say, isn't he just the carpenter's son? Some of us, as we move ahead in our life, I'm saying this in release. I didn't even realize the time, but I want to finish this. In our life, there will always be those that as, as God raises us up, they want to tell us about our past, want to remind us of everything that we've done wrong, that will look at us and say, who do they think they are? I remember when. Just like they said, isn't Jesus a carpenter? He's saying he's the son of God and the king of kings and all of these things. He's just the carpenter's son. In our life, as we be a, begin to allow Christ to be formed in us, people will say to us, sometimes with words, other times with action, who do they think they are? When we started this off, we talked about girding our loins with truth. So this morning, I encourage you, gird your loins with truth. The truth is not what you were, what you did even five seconds ago. The truth is who you are, not what you did, not even what you do, but who you really are. This morning, give yourself permission to be the son of God. Give yourself permission to allow Christ to be formed in you. For Jesus died that there would be many sons. I feel like I need to back up on that. Jesus died, according to Ephesians, the fifth chapter, so that there can be many sons. Those that become the sons of God will be led by God's Holy Spirit. You be a son today. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. And yes, there will be naysayers. And there will be people that will look at you and say, who does she think she is? But I want to remind you that the word says, no weapon. Formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against you shall be shown to be in the wrong. For this is your inheritance today. Is there a prayer request online? I know we're past our time. But if you have something specific that we have not covered, um, we can pray about it. All right, I just decree in the name of Jesus, every need met on this line, friends and family, whatever may be going on in our lives today, Father, we decree you Lord over them. We thank you for wisdom and strategy to go about our day. We thank you, and I'm hearing this, that we have the tongues of a ready writer, which means that we are quick to give your wisdom and give an account of the God that we serve. So fill our mouth, Father, so that if we need to speak, we'll have your truth. These and many blessings be released over the lives of your children. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. My name is Sherelle Perkins. This has been um, Wynn Community Prayer Line.
We thank you for joining us. We're here every morning, 6.30 to 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. You can dial in 724-444-74444. Call ID 1212-01. So until this morning, be blessed in Jesus' name. Until tomorrow morning, be blessed in Jesus' name. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.